Welcome to Amasek and Archaeotech, a Horus Heresy podcast. Yes, it is. Set in the Age of Darkness. Delicious. So, in this episode, we'll be going with or through what we've hobbied, new releases, Throne of Skulls doubles, and how we're springboarding that into a narrative campaign. Yeah, yeah, we had a good time at Throne of Skulls at the weekend, so we're looking forward to talk to you about that. Indeed. But before we get there, let's get on to what we've hobbied, Chad. So, Chad, what did you hobby? Well, in the notes you've put Last Kano Squad. Um, I don't know quite what that is, but I like the sound of it. Um, well, consider, well, spoiler, considering how well you're... Uh, how well they did, yeah. Um, definitely. So, in the week leading up to it, I painted my Venator mm-hmm. and a Leviathan Dread pretty happy with how they come out even though it was mostly rushed nice i did basically a lot of green and then just did a few little details of silver where it needed it not what i would not my uh warlord titan level of um, <laughs> skeleton painting but i think it comes out quite well it doesn't uh, detract from it once you get that sweet oil wash on it all yeah. really pops comes to life a bit yeah. so that's what i smashed out in the week running up to um and what about you? I took the week off because I needed to and then proceeded to spend about eight hours a day painting. Your bed is definitely longer. Yes. You look more... Uh... Haggard. Yes, you're quite right. Um, thank you for noticing. Um, <laughs> so I painted three rhinos, one Scorpius, uh, five headhunters. Four tanks, Mitch. That's insane. It was insane, Chad. It was insane. Um, yeah. Five headhunters, one saboteur, and a uh, champion who was a converted Praetor model. The big guy with the axe that converted. Big beefy boy. Big beefy boy into a centurion of a spear. No cape. No cape. Um, They're not all completely done, but they are all at a, I would say, you know, playable level. They're uh, tabletop standard. Tabletop standard to an extent. Some of them are less so. The characters need a bit more work for sure. You did all the blue, right? All the blue armor, yes. Yeah. So all the blue is done. What was the tutorial you followed for that? Do you remember? Uh, for that one is what's well, an an old article from Bolter and Chainsword originally, oh, okay. but then also taking on from the Coal of Paint. Uh, tutorials that I've mixed together, which was the Alpha Legion, Legion Legionary one, um, and then also the the Sisters of Battle, the new Battle Box one for the Rhinos. Nice. So for the vehicle itself, because I've never done a vehicle before, um, well, not new anyway. So trying to get to grips with that and how that all works, and yeah, it was it was good. The the blue was a pain in the ass. Um, I just used pure Tamiya blue for that. Through an airbrush, um, trying to get consistency through a over a large body of uh, a, a large panel like mm. tanks is quite tricky. Um, you don't have so much of a spray. Well, I don't know. I'm using 0.4 nozzles, so I don't know whether I was too much or too little or too thin. But it just took forever to get to those blues. So I spent you know I spent a few days doing that, and then you know on the way you get distracted by oh that looks quite nice let's do some heat bloom here and do that and you lose a day and so mm-hmm. yes i was very much under the cosh for for most of it um i ended up spent uh, staying up, up till like half two three in the morning sort of night before we traveled up so thursday night so i was pretty whacked by the time we actually decided to uh to head up and you're still super gluing stuff together um when we got there and washed and right. did some washes yes oh yeah did some uh, did some sweet oil washes. The tournament painter. The night before. Um, so not as bad as some people have, you know, you hear stories of people like... Yeah, doing all night. All nighters or literally just flocking their bases as they put them on the table. <laughs> um, so yeah, didn't didn't get that far. But uh, they're all done, uh, which is still a hell of a lot of stuff that's been done and painted. Um, and probably my most productive, but it did cost me a week of not going to work mm. so um through my own choice by the way uh, <laughs> what a sickie yeah <laughs> i'm not going to i'll come in i've got a, a paint modelitis yeah exactly yeah i've got the old paint lung yeah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so um but yeah it was it was yeah all done very i happy. mean your blue was commented on a lot 
by a lot of people at the weekend so I think it was worth it thank you thank you well your green was also commented on by a few salamander players so oh what yeah high, what a yeah. compliment can there be yeah exactly that's always nice I did see one guy though he was in the cabinet I spoke to him because he sat up next to us on the Sunday I was like oh man those flames those sweet flames did he say how it was it all was it all behind was it all like I think so well he said he just knocked them up quite quickly so I think I don't know it looked like potentially there was a flame stencil that he then airbrushed stuff over that makes that's sense me yeah. well I mean completely yeah. speculating there so it was quite vehicle heavy wasn't it so quite a lot of his one was yeah, yeah yeah two Kratos wow okay nice I think there was a lot of tanks on nice. his but just nice to see some salamanders mate yeah always I think there were well we'll get to game three but there was one that we played his and I think potentially another one so there was either three or four of us. That's nice. Mm. That's nice. But um, yeah, so that's been main, my main hobbying. Uh, yeah, what are you going to hobby next? I'm taking hiatus. This is the definition of burnout, I think, to spend eight hours a day once a week. But I have kind of been looking at stuff. I'm going, like, ooh, ooh, I'm kind of caught between do I go back to them and try and finish them off? Or should I just at take least some then space? You couldn't put them to bed, so to speak. Yeah. You know, yeah. then it's complete. And they kind of are in the fun stages, I guess, because they're in the, like the doing the highlights and doing the. You're coming to the end of it, so once that that sort of last thirty percent of doing the models, they really come to life and have a whole new. Do you need to do transfers on a lot of things? No, no, all no, transfers you've done, done transfers. So, yeah, I think you'll, like you say, the fun stages, and then once it's done, it's done, and you can move on fresh. Yeah, I've got to do a few field repairs because uh, I lost oh, my dagger, yeah. my arms fell off, literally, literally within the first. Yeah, you had a whole guy that smashed. Literally mm. in the first game, like instantly, snap. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's more to do. Um, I am also really excited for uh, Legions Imperialis. So oh, yes, on to the new releases. I need, yeah, Se- on to the new releases. Segway. Yeah, segue. So, um, yeah, that yeah. was released just before, but we thought we wouldn't do a podcast and we'd crack on with painting. Because I needed it. Yeah, you did. So, and I didn't want to edit in the run-up to it when I had painting to do. But yes, Legions Imperialis looks very exciting. Having massive armies. Yeah. Will one box be enough? Absolutely not. No. No. But then I think they said there will be releases pretty soon afterwards in regards to other units so i would imagine that there will be some other units on the same day as release of this i'm hoping for glaives i hope so i'm, I'm hoping for yes, super heavy tanks absolutely lords of war or whatever their equivalent will be in this game but yeah that's what i'm hoping for i'm also really intrigued to see like because there's i swear i've heard on the reveals that like some of the units are actually going to be in the rule book like profiles oh i see okay because i think I've never played any of the other Epic games, so I don't know, but um, I'm pretty sure in the original Epic, like the profiles are in there and there wasn't really much difference between... Well, thinking about AT, it's all in the rule book, right? Well, there's two in the rule book, at least. There's like Imperial... There was two legions. There's Mortis and... Um... There was two legions, but what about rules for... Well, no, because the rules all came on cards. So maybe it'll be a similar thing. Like in the box, there will be data sheets for the items. Well, maybe. So instead of putting them in a book... You've got that sort of just trying to think of how AT was. Perhaps because you had the you had the what they call terminal cards. Yeah. So maybe there'll be something similar. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see because obviously, if not, then there needs to be like Legion. You know, like what the codex equivalents are, or like the Libra book yeah. equivalents are. If they even will exist, we're all going to be there. Oh, um, maybe they'll do. Maybe they'll do an Astartes book and then a you'd have to you'd have to start as an imperial guard the same guard yeah because oh, what's sorry, in that, know, what's coming solo. in the box so solo auxiliary yeah so interesting oh, hot take on this as well the army surprise release will be solo auxiliary that's my thought because now that they've made them small in their CAD software all they need to do is just blow them up a bit make them in plastic or have they made them big and they've just made them small for this? Exactly. I think it all ties in. I mean, that's if, cool. I'm, I still would have preferred Dark Mechanicum, I reckon. Well, but, we'll um, see. Who knows? It could be a complete surprise. Or even just Sisters of Silence. Who knows? It might be Solar Uggs. Uggs? Uggs? And, uh, and Sisters of Silence. Who knows? Um, yeah, it could be... I did listen to... 
think it was the Remembrances Retreat, and they joked that perhaps uh, all of the new Primarchs coming, or just all of them are six mil. Like the reveal of the new Primarchs. Oh, the ascended versions. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Six mil versions. That they're be just funny. they're just like they're they're the new. We're redoing all the Primarchs. Yes, yes, yeah. well, Tiny. in six mil. Yeah, yeah or mil, you know, epic, epic scale. scale. There you go. Yeah, so that's quite fun. But yeah, very much looking forward to that. Um, very much looking forward to having some solo, just because it's something new. Yeah, something a bit different. Um, are you going to stay Sally's? Well, my initial thought was doing Thousand Sons, my second favourite, and then scratching that itch. But due to getting merry in Bugman's and then walking past Forge World while it was still opened, that plan changed slightly. Yes, because you got chatting to Ollie. Yes, we uh, we met someone named Ollie who was working there in the shop and he has Thousand Sons and we were talking about that. I was like, oh yeah. And then the next thing I know it, I've uh, got the old credit card out and yeah, bought some, I don't even know how to pronounce them. It's all new to me, but yeah. Calabite? No, the Kenatai Occult Cabal. I think it's Kenatai. I'm sure you got that absolutely right, mate. There's no possible way that's not how that's said. <laughs> yeah, we know what the pronunciation is like. But yeah, I've got some of those. Bought the little automata thing, the Castellax Akia, just because I think they're cool. And they're cool. heads and shoulder pads. So I'm going to knock up. Oh, and Ammon, because. Oh, it... just you throw that in. Oh, and yeah. Ammon. Oh, yeah, casual Ammon. But we were reading the old. They had a copy of Book 8, didn't they? Yes. Of all the old black books, just as a. Uh, a free open copy to read on a bookshelf and uh, yeah I read his lore and was like that sounds cool as hell so yeah a little a thousand point allied detachment of thousand sons incoming sounds good sounds good I'm really looking forward to using psychic stuff especially in like our games of Decurion and other games of ZM where it's a bit more confined Um, Yeah. yeah should be good I reckon that's going to be quite nasty. Yeah, I need to get some rhinos because I've got the rhino duels as well. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, don't talk to me about rhinos, man. I just built three of them. Oh, yeah. You're sick of the sight of them? Sick of them. Sick of it. Um, that's cool. So, yeah. So, you're not thinking of doing Thousand Suns then for the, for your... I will see what the Imperialist rules were because I imagine it's going to be like the Aeronautica where they have like just one special rule yeah. for each different legion. So, I'd if you're playing so. that, it'll be like that's the thing that they have. So, I imagine it's going to be similar to that. And I'll just see which one I prefer, basically. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. Um, I will be sticking with Alpha Legion. Um, oh, yes. Just... What What is... That's a question for you. If you had to do a second Legion, what would you do? I've been thinking about this. I'm not too sure. I would probably say Empress Children. Interesting. Loyalist or Traitor? Uh... Would you do the Cacophony or go around the Saul Tarvitz route? Probably Loyalist, only because I've already got a traitor well or do I oh yeah <laughs> um, I've already got someone in the middle the only thing is I don't know whether I don't know enough about the loyalist side of things because I don't have the loyalist book and I haven't uh. really looked at like some of the loyalist stuff part of me would be intrigued to do an ultramarines uh, force but paint them like they were in red and much more like historically Roman as opposed oh. to um there were the the red marked ultramarines that were fighting on Kalth in the catacombs against the Werebearers and leftover world eaters, if I remember rightly. It's in the Unremembered Empire arc. Yeah. And there was something about there's a guy and he's like leader of the red marks and they've all got like a red stripe on their or red helmets or something. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And it's something to do with that. So that's, that's a possibility. Um, I I mean, really, actually, if I was going to do another force, I'd love to do militia or do some more mechanical stuff because I have technically got my knights. So Yeah, you've got knights, so they um, go well with mechanical, I guess. Yeah, there's another detachment and some bits and pieces. So, yeah, I would be intrigued to... I'd, long and short of it is, I don't know. Okay. Um, you've made no... No decision. real, no real decisions on that because I should be like, oh, let's go for a lawless one because I've, or, you know, we've mm. already sort of played around with the trade stuff, but in some ways, just traders have a bit more fun. It's a bit more, 
sadness to them, I guess, unless you kind of really go for the we're a traitor version of a of a loyalist side. But yeah, I don't know who you I'd always mix that up. Who I'd really go to town with with that one. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Also, do I want to do blue again? If I'm going to choose Ultramarines That's after true. Blue That's a lot blue. of blue, just oh. a lighter to darker. Yeah, yeah, so not too sure. But I've always been intrigued by the Empress Children. Um, the yes. Saturnine book oh, kind book. of maybe, maybe think about Blood Angels, but thinking more on the whole we're vampires rather than we're, okay. you know, honourable people. But I quite like the idea of them all having their own little artistic alcoves down in the in the ship mm. which is kind of a cool like more human take on things than we've seen any of the other yeah any of the others yeah the Siege of Terror books have been banging so far big fan so yeah right next up is well before we get anywhere let's have a quick kick Karen with some of the other releases that came out we had oh yes the Champion model which is the most recent release um, what's your impressions I, well, because he's painted as a Templar brethren, kind of, it just seems like that model is very geared towards that. Mm. It's very loyalist, right? Yeah. So, looking at it, I prefer it with the helmet on, but I can't get away from its very Imperial Fist. Yeah. Like, I almost thought it was a, a an Imperial Fist character, kind of, when I first saw it, but I don't hate it. I think... I think it'll be one for conversion. Yeah, I think mostly so to get it to look like more of different legions. Like it's not got a very Salamanders vibe for me. Maybe could I see it being in my Thousand Sons? Not necessarily. I was thinking that if I did what my detachment Amon is traitor only. So if I was doing a loyalist one you know, use him, and I was thinking of giving him a Paragon Blade in his loadout as a uh, Loyalist Praetor. But that model could stand in for that. Yeah. He does have the Combi Bolter, Combi Melter, doesn't he, under Slung, which is Oh, nice. does he? Yeah, yeah, because he's got the sword upside down, and then he's got the, on a bandolier? No. You know, like a strap. He's got it under Slung. He's just resting on it, the Combi no. Melter, which looks good. But then it's quite a passive pose for a a champion. Yeah, that's kind of... And you said, didn't you, like the previous ones were as well, the old guy wiping down the blade yeah. is quite passive. So it would have been nice to have mixed that up, I guess, maybe. But then that's just playground for conversion. Yeah, very true, very true. Yeah, I'm I'm not a massive... It's, it's the first one in a while I've gone like, eh, very much, eh. Um, but you're right. I think if you're going to convert it, I think there could be some fun to be had with it. Mm. Um, is it resin? I assume it is. I Ooh. don't know. I think so. Yeah. I didn't read are the they all? article. No, I can't remember if they are. I know it's mixed across the board. It's not like going all plastic. Yeah. Maybe it will be. Okay. Well. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. Um, yeah. The, it's. Uh, we've also had the the Curians. Yes. Um, yep, yeah, I've said about them. I mean, they're they're half a bloke with yeah. a big gun. Yes, but cost the same. Yes, which is a shame. Yes, the big gun does not a legs make. No. Um, so yes, but they're there if people want them. Yeah, I'm sure you know many people will add them to their armies for flavour. I tried to mock one up for my Venator and then found out. You can't have Decurions in Venators, so I was a bit disappointed with that. But he's still there, popping out. So you just got a bloke who's just chilling around. Yeah, maybe I'll move him over to another tank. You can have him in Predators, and the normal. What was the first Sicarans to come out? The one with their auto cannons. I think. I think they're just called. Sicarans. They will have a name, but I can't. Yeah. 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 The Sicaran. Yeah, maybe. The first one. Sicaran run. Yeah. And then what else? Saboteur you've put down here. No, no, no. That's further up on the list. You're, you're seeing behind the old... Uh, the releases are in the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go, guys. You're seeing behind the curtain here. Um, yeah, that's it, as far as I'm aware. Okay, yeah. Oh, and the, I think the, the the assassin, the like demon assassin came out as well, at the same time as the Curians. 
perhaps. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, I, I know so. he was a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. I've slept since then. Yes, exactly. And had a whole tournament indeed. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of which, we should probably get on to the furnace calls. Yeah, it was really good, actually. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I didn't know... Well, my expectations were based off our time participating in Maximal Fires tournament. So that's kind of the vibe... I was expecting and it was definitely similar mm. but it was way bigger there were what was it 74 teams 37 tables yeah yeah so it was a big event and we'd stayed locally only a 15 minute walk walked up on the Saturday morning Bugman's was buzzing already yeah it was quite exciting and then table pairings what was the app called uh, I think it's East Coast or Best Coast Pairings. Yeah. So, Best Coast Pairings, I think. So it was all run through that, which did make it quite easy because when tables were announced or whatever, you'd look for your name and find your table number and just hop on. And that was cool. Everyone was kind of similar understandings. Like they gave us the little mission pack cards and stuff like that. So we had to manage to have a quick browse. But it was kind of very friendly, like, you know, oh, what what, what we doing? Um, we're doing this like that I'll read that like that and it was very quick and then sort of how should we do scenery there was a couple of bits on the table moved it all around I think there were like six main pieces right? yeah pretty much yeah um, which was fine because there were armies with a lot of vehicles and bigger models but yeah no it was quite good yeah it was it was good fun um, I would definitely do one again I think du- doubles as a format fantastic yeah I, I agree I especially think. where you and I are still relatively new to especially tournament play, um, that was real helpful, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it takes that pressure off. You've got someone else you can at least, like, we can mm. both be in over the same boat together or help each other out for different rules that either one of us remembers or doesn't remember. So yeah, it was really nice, you know, push your buddies with you. So when you meet new people, it's a bit less, uh, exactly. oh, God, what's your name? Yeah, Except you're already on form because you're, you're with your pal. Yeah, yeah. So that was really good fun. Um I've met some really great people. I think that's probably the number one thing, just like at the AT tournament. Um, yes. Just, it's the people that really made it for us. I think we got very yeah, lucky with the people we, not to say that, not not that there was like, you know, a ranking tier system. Although you do get tiers for best opponent. Mm. But, um, you know, everyone was seemed really nice. And yeah. everyone was, it was really, just a really good atmosphere. Yes, definitely. It was a real big boon. Exactly. Um, I'm looking forward to the next one and other similar ones, basically. Yeah, and especially because you know you've this. It's the heresy community, and you, you predominantly heard really good things. Some, you know, oh, gatekeepy yeah. old beer types, you know, grey beer type situation. Um, but we just saw none of that here. It was just really, really nice, really, really open. Everyone was just really having a good time. So it was certainly the best parts of of what I what I've heard is you know a really good community anyway so it's really yeah. nice to have that first taste like nothing was too serious nobody was too like black or white about rules it was easy going if you didn't know stuff we could look stuff up and not feel like you know the noobs that we are yeah, yeah. Um, it was a really nice atmosphere and it was good people were very understanding of us and our ability and were very helpful um, and that was really nice so we appreciate that yeah, so it was five games over two days, three on the first day, two on the last day. Uh, we got lunch provided, so that yeah. was a nice bonus. Um, quality of the lunch, bah, but canteen hey, lunch anyway. Can, canteen lunch, yeah. Fuel, fuel the fuel the fire, get it back out there. As a veggie, I enjoyed my stuff. I thought it was good. And that might be a tip for the future: is uh, just choose veggie on the old mm-hmm. on the board. Um, Mexican both days. Nice burrito nice. enchiladas. Smashing it, fancy. Um, so yeah, it was it was real good. So it's uh, five games overall, three on Saturday, two on a Sunday. As I said, um, two hours forty five minutes. Yeah, per game. So which I thought was quite generous, but then I think only one game we played, we actually finished at turn four. Yes. So a lot of our people were not as slow as us, but oh, definitely not. Us. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. Two hours forty five was a good chunk of time. Mm. Um, actually, kind of yeah glad it was as long as it was for each one yeah no it was a good fit because um, you got to chat we had to chat to people as well which was nice yeah it wasn't so rushed yeah you had a good amount of gameplay yeah yeah exactly it was a good little mix and um 
Yeah, it was just it was good. Also, we were using Cofonian mission. Well, I don't know if we we're using specifically Cofonian missions, but it was a new pack of like four yeah. four turns. I feel five. like it, it was developed and or like what they had developed was used in Cofonia. So it was that those sort of missions, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so four four turns, which was a big one. So the games mm. were, were shorter. Um, and stuff really got going quite uh, quite early on because you had to be a bit more aggressive. But it was really good. So should we talk about the first games? Which what, what we're going to do is just quickly do a quick overview of the games. We're not going to go blow by blow. Just uh, you know, have a little review. Um, before we did a review, we should probably tell everyone what we even played. Oh yeah, let's talk about our list, mate. So salamanders for me. I had and salamanders for me and salamanders for you. So I had centurion was my warlord, not the supreme warlord though. That was you. Um, yeah, so centurion armistos with a heavy Volkite covering. Not they got to shot it a lot, shoot it a lot, because of he was providing his cognis signum ability to the five man lask and the heavy support squad he was in. And they were my MVPs. They did some serious damage. And there was only five of them. And I think that was a good amount. Because we faced some 10-man squads that were just very lethal. Yeah. Um, but we played at least two games with Last Cannons in. Was there a third or... Uh, I can only think of two off the top of my head. Yeah. But... Yeah. Um and then two tactical squads in rhinos, pretty basic though, they didn't have any gubbins, which is something we definitely learnt and had as a takeaway. And then I had three dreadnoughts, two contemptors, and a leviathan, and then the venator. And what was your leviathan equipped with? Uh, double storm cannons. He was, yeah, going outblast him. Yeah, which did some decent amount of damage to some predators actually, which was a pleasant surprise, especially as I'd, I'd lost my Venator at that point. But that, that was always going to happen. I think it went in two out of the three games? Uh, or maybe maybe three, three, out three five. five. But yeah. yeah. I, I did have some games where it survived, so I was quite happy about that. Nice. Nice. Um, so that was my list. And I, uh, as we said, played as a, uh, a Salamander. Um, and as an allied detachment, as a salamander, I had a predator with a magma and las cannons, and I had a assault unit, you know, ten assault marines with a chaplain with nothing equipped but the chainsaws they were born with. Their poor mother. Terrible, terrible, terrible. She was never the same again. And um, <laughs> then I had a saboteur. And I had a, a Scorpius and a Champion and two 10-man tacticals. And my two tacticals were absolutely uh, chock-a-block, so they were with full of gubbins. Um, my Champion was just a standard one with a Paragon Blade. The, uh, all of them were in Rhinos. All of them had multi-melters. And I also had a five-man Headhunter squad with um, a rhino that also had a multi-melter. So, Not just any old rhino, though, because everybody loved it. The classic original rhino from either... The first plastic rhino, second edition? Second edition, perhaps. But yeah, it's tiny. Everyone was just like, oh my God. Yeah. There better be five men in there. Low like, profile for stealth, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. And there was five. So yes, if you haven't figured it out by now... I actually am an Alpha Legion player um, and I was nothing but a Alpha Sally for the entire time. Um, my Supreme Warlord, who was Law Lord, Law Lord, a Warlord. He laid down the law. Uh, who was the champion. Until we didn't. Until we didn't. Um, we were playing the Mobius configuration. So the Mobius configuration is my Warlord trait and essentially it means that if my ally detachment, which was my Predator, uh, my Chaplain and my Assault Squad, was killed during the battle, we get an extra victory point. It also means that the non-allied detachment gets a free reaction for its first reaction whenever it has its first reaction of that game turn. It was a good time. I think it were it was quite fun, actually. Yeah, it was, and I think it was quite themey. People seemed to yeah. quite like it as a 
as a theme. So, um, yeah, that was that was my list. Yeah, that was a good time. So, we'll quickly just go through each game. First game was with Dave and Bo, um, and Night Lords and a Thousand Sons with an allied detachment of Iron Hands. Iron Warriors. Oh. Iron Warriors. Okay. Yeah, Iron Warriors. So, um, they were really great opponents. Uh, truly couldn't have asked for better people for your first game. Oh, yeah, no, they were lovely, very helpful. We were a bit foggy in the brain for all the rules. It was the first game, and we were like, oh, God, how do we actually play this? But they were very helpful, got us into the swing of it, explained all of their nuances that were going on, because not only do you have to remember your rules, but you've got all these other rules interacting with you that you've got to figure out, and you're like, okay. But, yeah, it was really cool. The Night Lords, I was predominantly fighting the Night Lords at the start, weren't we? Yeah. Because the Thousand Suns were deep-striked in, in a massive Araman bomb in the centre of the table near the end. Uh you didn't get to use your headhunters, did you? Because they came, they didn't come in in time. No, they didn't come in in time. So um, I'm pretty sure my fouls, my assault marines did come in, but the headhunters did not. Mm. Um, so uh, my lascans took out some sabers. They sure did. Uh, which were, which were messing me up on the the side flank because I got to an objective with the tactical squad, but then I was taking fire from them, losing a lot of men. Oh, and. Um, Dave had the, the what are they called, phalanx? I think they're called phalanx. The little robots, they're, they're pretty fun because they can jump around. If they get shot, they can move again with their little jump packs, so they're, they get right up in your grill very quickly. Yeah, um, they, they were good fun, and also just really nice to see some mechanicum. Yeah, always, yeah. always good to see stuff like that. Um, we did score Mobius, though, in that game. I'm pretty sure we did, yeah. Yeah, because the Predator got taken out and where did you deep strike the assault squad in the end? Uh, I think to the left hand side to try and get their. Um, was their rape? They were rapiers. Their rapiers. I can't. And a, and the tactical squad of iron warriors with the leviathan. Yeah, that's it. That you were using them to go for that objective. Oh no, they landed right in the centre by the leviathan because that's when they got flamed uh, and cooked. To to yeah, I think I was trying to. I think I came in after Aram. I would have because they had strategic advantage. So Aram came yes. in and I dropped him in there to try and yeah. support him out, and it didn't. It didn't last long, but that was the intention. So mm. um, yeah, we we got it. But uh, yeah, overall uh, it was a loss for us. Um, oh yes, <laughs> the first of many. Yeah, this is a bit common theme. A second common theme, and you may have noticed um, that we don't have any searchlights on our list. Oh yeah, and night lords are yeah free. they make it night fighting so it has to be night fighting in the first turn or first two turns and then a fifty percent chance of the third On turn. The third turn. So yeah, searchlights might be helpful in the future. It's one of those things though. It's like yeah, you can see and shoot stuff, but you can also get shot at in return. Yes, and you yeah you come onto the battlefield of your light blaze and everyone's having a party. It's mm. like yeah, there's no such thing as blackout. Uh, I think their t- team name was I Don't Care. Yes, it was, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. yeah, that was a really good game. Really enjoyed that. And we kept checking in, seeing them over the course of the event, seeing how it was going. So I think they did pretty well, didn't they? I think they did what They were in the, the top table. Oh, I think they were in the top 12, top 15. So nice. really, really worked well in the end. Um, and they were really great, great guys. Really lovely first game. So it really set us in a good mood. Yes, definitely. Uh, for for game two... Game two was um, against Callum and George, also really nice guys. Um, iron Hands and Imperial Fists. Iron Hands Imperial Fists, yes. Not indeed. just any old Iron Hands, though. It was a Dreadnought army. It was a Dreadnought army. So it's the first time we've ever placed, ever, ever fought uh, Fury of the Ancients. Yeah, um, it, was, it was tough. It was tough. It was tough, especially with the mission, because it was just uh, one token in the centre. Yeah. And it was just whoever holds it at the end of the turn gets a point. One point? I think it was one point. Yeah, I think it, that one was. Yeah. We had other games that escalated the points, but uh, oh, that was the last game, wasn't it? Yeah. So this was just bundled into the centre. Yeah. And uh, George has Imperial Fists, Auto Cannon Squads, which are lethal. Yep. Two of those on either side, and a Last Cannon Squad, and a Terminator Squad. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Tartarus Terminators. Forgot about them. You, you Scorpius them a lot, so there weren't as many left. That was his... That was just an elite choice. What was his troops? Uh, his troops would have, were... Um, Unless you can make the autocannons troops. I don't know. I don't know. I can't they were, remember. They were tactical squads somewhere. But they were coming in, and yeah, it was just a, a big old trying to shoot each other. It was... You have to take out the dreadnoughts, because they're scoring now... And trying to go for the objective, but at the same time, because you're not shooting at the big heavy weapon squads, you're just getting shredded. So yeah, that was that was difficult. We did score Mobius though. We did. We um, did. and your headhunters slayed the warlord. Yeah, it's a that's a quite a heavy price if I remember rightly. Oh yeah, instantly all wiped. Um, in return fire. Weren't they all specced by no? No, yeah. no, intercepted no. by. In, in, the Rhino got intercepted every time. Which is kind of the reason why I bought it, but I, next time I wouldn't have a multi melter because it never gets never got used, but with the exception of maybe once or twice. But it was basically the shells take the interception, and then they all piled out, and uh, yeah, got to shooting mm. and took out his warlord. Pretty much, he was actually hidden behind a building, so I didn't even know he was there. I just assumed. Oh yes. Well, I assumed I did ask where he was, but um, yeah. So they got out, did their business, got slaughtered. But uh, that was all they had to do. Mm. So, um, yeah, we got the point for that. Yeah, so that that was a tough one, but not unenjoyable at all. No, no, it was, it was also good to see, because you were, you were just slowly working your way through those dreads. You took a few of them Yeah, out. exactly, because I had the, the Venator survived, so I was just doing a lot of shooting there, had the last cannon squad, and then I was just chucking my tacticals in there to try and get in there, as you were, I think, by the end as well. Yeah, trying. So... Yeah, but it was good. It was good. It was we've you know we fought. Yeah, the, it was good. We fought the uh, nice blokes as well. Yeah, nice guys. We fought the the dreaded not the dreaded list, but you know the one everyone talks about. So it was good to actually yeah get to uh, yeah we didn't get tabled by a dreaded dread list dread a dread dread list yeah, yeah. it was good. Um, so game three was Cat and Dylan, and that was Night Lords and Salamanders. So second time with Night Lords, so we knew that uh, uh, night fighting was coming. Yes. Uh, with salamanders on salamanders so that was really interesting um, just to see a lot of rules cancel each other out because they're better with flame and melter and then you also get a minus one to the wound roll with flame and melter and so there was a lot of that so that's quite funny but they were they were very cool and yeah very helpful in explaining rules and stuff we had an interesting what was the deployment? It was the one with the big stay out the centre, wasn't it? It yeah. was the corners. Corners with a circle in the centre. It was center. the corners of the thing. So we were quite bunched in because of that on each corner and then it was sort of spreading out. There were the... It was the one with the objective markers that you... Once you've claimed it, once you've got on it and claimed it, it disappears. Yeah. And then you score a point for it as you do that. It's probably my favourite um, mission. Um, all, yeah. All the ones we played. I Thinking really about it, it, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, because you know you've got the whole which which one are going to prioritise yes. take over. It's a bit. Yeah, uh, I liked having to have that thought process because we were often on multiple objective markers, but you can only claim one at a time. So we had to sort of really think ahead, and you know, can we make it to try and con- contest one and take one off? Um, yeah, it was a lot of positioning around terrain at the start, but we deployed first, didn't we? And then my dreadnoughts were quite far forward, so I got a hammer in very quickly. Yeah, because... Uh, oh, and, and Cat Summoned Demons. We were trying to go around the outside, yes. weren't we, to another one. And then Cat Summoned her demons, and that was... They were cool. She'd used the bat models from Sigma. Yeah, the Vargas. Right, Vargas. which were yeah. really cool. And... Um, Is it Vargas or Terror yeah. And then two. it made my squad run away... But I managed to block it with a rhino behind them so they couldn't get charged. Um, so I think she gave up and went a different way. But yeah, that was really cool. Um, also, shall we mention now, just as we remember, they play and run a charity called Gaming for Good, which is, it looks like they're building up a a, week, a monthly games night um, and any fees for that go towards a charity. Um, so they're on Facebook I will link the address in the show notes for their Facebook page but that was really cool to hear about and they're based in Nottingham so a little far for us to attend all the time but 
I think it might be cool to go to one at one point. Yeah, definitely. Next time we're up there, um, and both you know really great, uh, really great opponents. Yes, um, very much so. We had some great fun. Um, we had uh, Dylan's uh, salamanders were also the all pyroclast, is it? Yeah, they were. He had a friend, if I remember rightly, convert some, and they were very heavily inspired by the artwork of the novels which I'm listening to at the moment so I was very impressed by those they were really cool he also showed us an amazing like diorama oh, this like yeah it was like a little wooden box you opened it up and it was like the cover of the book and there's lights in it and everything it was wicked yeah very cool very cool so yeah mm. another really good game um, that was 6-7 so um, right that was we lost just by just yes uh, you did kill the warlord didn't you and we did get Mobius, which brought us back, but I think they had the most out of the objectives. They did, yes, they did. Um, and also I, I challenged, uh, then was very honourable, as Salamander should be, in oh, not yes. firing at my squad. Didn't overwatch you. I overwatched, so I tried to fight his squad so my champion could face off against his Praetor. It was good, it was very thematic. It was very thematic. His Praetor managed to slay my Warlord in the end. Yes. Um, so, yeah, laid him low and then carried on uh, pursuing, but we managed to get the head under Zin and slay Cat's Warlord, so... Yes, you did. Um, you mentioned score there. Our previous score with the Callum and George was 5-11, which, you know, shows you how tough it was, and then first game was 3-8. So... Yeah, all three games we lost on the Saturday, but had a lot of fun. So I don't think we were that bothered by that. Absolutely I didn't not. have any feel bad moments at all. No, not at all. No, it was really um, I didn't feel jibbed. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It was just a really nice, really nice first day, and we were yeah. on a proper high, um, getting out of there. So yeah, it was real nice. Yes, real nice. On to day two. So uh, on the last day, we uh, first game we played, game four, was against Zoe and Raf. Um, you may or may not know Raf from Warhammer Community. He, um, I believe he does the production stuff. I'm not 100% sure. Apologies, Raf. I'm sorry if you ever listen to this. Um, but I know him from the AT series of videos they did a few years ago. Where I think when AT first came out or maybe a little bit afterwards. And that was really good fun to watch. And nice. he, he converted some amazing nights from orc bits and stuff so it was really oh, good to, you have to link me to that really good to chat with with both of them and uh zoe will we'll put her link in the in the bottom oh yes it was the tank pot um, but we'll put her link and she's a commission painter so it was really lovely to to play against both of those um and they were iron warriors zoe's iron warriors which were looking banging tank pot zoe tank pot zoe um, we're looking banging. Oh yeah, she they are really cool looking. Um, like gravity maces were they or gravity mauls? Yes, mauls, mauls, um, or maces. As yeah. Iron Warriors, and then uh, Raph was just having uh, Death Guard, and yeah, Death Guard all nicely packed into tanks. Yes, yeah, so one Spartan and one Land Raider, full of that poor poor Spartan. Uh, yeah. Full of guys, so very easy to set up, but also even easier to put away because... Yeah, I did an absolutely incredible shot that I couldn't believe myself, but I had to move my last cannons on top of a building. So I had to snapshot, took a punt at the Spartan, and with a snapshot, hitting on a six, I then rolled another six and, yeah, blew it up in one go on turn one. <laughs> and then took out nine of the people inside. And I was just in disbelief. Yeah, it was very much a... It was like, oh no, am I the baddie? <laughs> the answer was yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it was cool. Really cool. Really good fun uh, game. I can't actually remember what the objectives were for that one. It was the two just in your deployment zone. Ah. And so you get points each turn for having one. But then if you can get the other one. So it was definitely a rush towards the side. I think we had a very strong first turn because of the Spartan and stuff like that, disrupting their deployment. But then they came back very quickly. My Venator went straight away. And then, uh, so we had the Iron Warriors with the missile launchers on top. Yeah. What are they called? The uh, Siege Terminators. Yeah. And they were, yeah, they were brutal. So there was a lot of fire coming in from them. And my Dreadnoughts has kind of gone up and was taking out them. She had Breaches coming out of a Land Raider. 
and that wasn't a quick fight, but eventually took out the Land Raider and eventually took out the... Breaches. Breaches, I believe. Yes, I did. And that was all kind of going over in that corner. And then you were being chased down by some Death Guard veterans with shotguns, weren't you? Yeah, I was basically in my, my little rhino just driving around with my champion in it. and You uh, couldn't really get out and do anything effective. No, because it was either trying to get up there to be close enough, but then the rhino would be charged... And Zoe had some autocats, some havocs. Yes, some havocs, which I was whittling down. But were really devastating when they get going. Yeah, and I think I, ultimately I lost my last cannon squad in the end. I did, yes. And then they got my Armist boss. But you did do the headhunters. Yeah, came in the back and took out uh, Ruse Warlord yeah. and his chaplain. Where did, uh, and the, squad. did you bomb in the assault squad as well? Yeah, bummed in the assault squad. So we got Mobius. Same got. space, yeah. yeah. So um, got Mobius, and then the headhunters yeah. came in, got wiped eventually. Uh, actually, they charged uh, in there to try and defend backwards. I thought it was the end of the game, um, which is why oh, I was doing Oh, yeah, you were out killed. Huh? And it uh, turns out, no. Um, so they had a other turn. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, so I had my squad of... Uh, my that champion. was one where you got to do all four turns, if we I did. remember rightly. We did. Yeah. Um, but it came to a draw in the end. It did. So we were happy we didn't lose. No, really enjoyable, really good fun. Yeah, um, but it was, uh, yeah, I, I it was my least favourite mission. Really? Yeah, I would say so. It like, I don't know, maybe it was the terrain, I don't, mm, there was something about it that just seemed like a, a weathering of the storm through the middle turns. And it was just... It, I don't know, maybe it was just the flow of the game. But yeah, I didn't like the mission. Compared to the one with the taking the objectives yeah. and removing them yeah. like that was quite fun yeah but it's very interesting how much deployment and scenery can affect the mission absolutely absolutely um, i mean you know some people say that in the, the movement and deployment as well games are mm, very much know, so and like i can see it more and more especially movement some of the movement stuff like you just have a some guy poking out whatever else it's like oh god and the squad's mm. coming at you um but oh uh, yeah good game um some really interesting moments and yeah just good fun i managed to deploy my um my advanced reaction so rue was coming in to try it uh, sorry raf was trying to come in and uh take up with those veterans that probably absolutely slaughtered me because they were gonna be real tough and i just teleported back to the back line um pretty much with my smoke and mirrors and uh, i apologized profusely because this you know it's very alpha legion to do, but it's not necessarily fun when you think you're about to get a turn and I just oh. zoop disappear. So um but yeah, good good game. Yeah. Good game. Uh last game was Robin Andrew. Robin Andrew, yes. Um which we actually won by two points, so that was nice. Yeah. But it was a really good game actually, because it it was moving I guess we it took a little while to get going, but they, they had a lot of infantry, so they had a lot more deployment on the field to do. They were Sons of Horus and Blood Angels. Yeah, which was an interesting mix, but definitely a lethal one. Um, a lot of Blood Angels assault squads mm. was mm. the troop choices coming coming at you. And then there was some Sons of Horus Reavers that were real tough to fight, especially when I tried to challenge the uh, the Warlord going after... A dreadnought that came in at the side, but chosen warriors can clinch the the challenge. So, yeah, there was some good stuff going on there. I did manage to pop a Spartan again. You did, you did, uh, which blew up right in the middle of stuff. Very but, early on as well. Yes, um, but this was one where the objective marker starts in the middle and then scatters each turn, and you score more points. Your points equivalent to the turn number on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and it kept coming our way. We got very lucky, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it was a very enjoyable game, and I can yes. see how the, the objective moving can be quite interesting because it's not you're not just everyone part like the the dreadnought game. Just there's one objective, everyone's in the center, like it moves, yeah. and you've got to stay moving with it. Yeah, you can't but, sit on it. Uh, but it was definitely hard for them. Yeah, if it keeps because going, they one had to way. keep going in, and we were already there, sort of thing. So we were a bit more dug in. Uh, there was lots going on, lots of different types of infantry. Big old Volkart Culverin squad, which was lethal. Big old Last Cannon squad. And yeah, some interesting interactions, especially with Reavers dealing with them in close combat. 
kind of ate through some squads. And yeah, we just managed to hold on to an objective at the end. Yeah. In the final turn that we played. Oh no, we didn't in the end. We uh, it got it got um contested. Oh, it was contested because we lost our assault unit and they pushed through. Um, you managed to slay the warlord again. Managed to slay the warlord. Came in the side this time as opposed to the back. Yeah. Um, and and we got we didn't get Mobius that time because the predator lived. Everything else died, but the predator lived. Yeah. Uh, but my, my my headhunters actually survived as well, uh, which is a rare rarity. It's oh, they, yes. are, they get there, do their job, and then are. Oh. And then everyone reacts to them being yeah. there. Yeah, uh, yeah, put up against the wall and shot for mm. being spies. Yeah. Um, so it was good. It was yeah, really good. So that was our five games. Um, yes. Really good fun. Yeah, nice little award ceremony at the end. Some very well deserved winners of both painting and you know. The points at the at the top end of the table. Out of the what was it, seventy four teams, we came like mid table, forty three, were we? But we scored more points, which I think was really really lovely, and it's one of the reasons why the throwing skulls things is quite nice, is because it's not just about winning games. No, not at all. You also get a vote for um, best, best opponent, opponent and best army that you fought against. Yeah, so it was really nice. We we got four four for best um, best opponent. Mm. So. You've got two choices, but it was really nice to have that nomination. So thank you. Yeah, thank you very much to everyone um, for doing that. It was, it was very, you know, if anything, it was that was the bigger win to be honest to actually come along for our first yeah exactly first yeah first time and you know get to meet and chat to people and just and met some really lovely people in return. Yeah. So um, you know, we're not knobs, mate. Which is nice. Yeah. Well, we we, we are perceived as not being knobs. Oh, we actually okay, are yeah. very different. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's it's nice to be perceived that you're <laughs> not a dick, uh, which is nice. Um, mm. So yeah, it was very very cool. So Chad, we had a lovely a lovely weekend at Game of Thrones. Yes, we Game did. Game of Thrones. God damn it! Every oh, time. Oh no. No no no. Skull of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, Martin will be after me now. Um, yeah, he's coming for you. Skull of Thrones. It was really good fun. Uh, what would be your takeaway? I'd love to do one again. Doubles. Doubles is great. Yeah, another doubles event. Narrative. Would love to do that. I think it was good. The size was right. The amount of game turns was right. The amount of time to play the games was right. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 And getting fed was a nice bonus as well. Big bonus, yes. Uh, it's always nice to just have not to worry about where you're going to get your yeah. meal from. And Sent out back to the staff canteen. Yeah, yeah. And with that German beer, oh, yes, Bagmans. Yes, some nice, uh, some nice ABK uh, Hells or Hillers. Oh, it was very, very nice. Yeah. Uh, but talk about narrative. How do you go about using a tournament for narrative play? Yes. Yeah, so we, as a podcast want to focus on narrative play and building a narrative story, not just for ourselves, but something that you can come and interact with by submitting results to us. We want to be able to build a narrative campaign that you can see the results of and how the environment will change uh, across all the game systems, you know, having, what was it, Aeronautica and now Imperialis come in it's something we want to explore down from the little decurian games all the way up to you know big imperialis strategic stuff like that so we want to be able to build this and we decided that the games that we played at the weekend will be a narrative story for our combined army yeah and you know it's also something hopefully when we talk through this you'll be able to get a little inspiration to do the same thing for yourself just because you're playing a load of games and it isn't a narrative event mm. doesn't mean you can't use yeah your your events and the moments that you've taken from those games to create a narrative story for your army for exactly your characters that. exactly that so using that as a uh, as a springboard we are now about to enter the system of Aquilo's Reach. Mm. Uh, it's a largely mining area of space. So yeah, well, you know, the scope is open for anything to happen. It is a sector, so it's pretty big. It's pretty big. But this particular series of events, this, this Throne of Skulls, took place on one planet. And the planet's name is Talus. 
And on this planet, we fought numerous forces. Yes, we did. As salamanders. Mm. Well, at least I am. Through and through. Through and through. However, for myself, I'm going in as an Alpha Legion player. And we fought many uh, different opponents, which is really great to be able to play other characters. Other, um, other armies absolutely but in those armies we also fought quite a collection of loyalists quite a collection of traitors yes and what were the ways we were talking about on the way back was well how about the alpha legions here and even when we were fighting salamanders and night lords in our narrative in this fight we're not actually your salamanders never ever fought your salamanders Mm. what they were fighting was night lords they had to fight the night lords However, my section of your salamander army as the Alpha Legion were fighting those other salamanders at the time. Cheeky, yeah. So we're using that kind of a, a narrative, those sort of events that took place. Putting like, a little spin on each game and just building exactly. our little picture. Exactly. Like we had no control over who we were fighting. We didn't know what was going to come when we got there. But what we are going to do is use that. So the, the narrative for us for this is that the Alpha Legion have arrived here and they've come for heads. The most successful part of our uh, strategy throughout the time was to use those headhunters to do their job and to take warlords. So the Alpha Legion have taken an Imperial Fist warlord, they've taken a Night Lord, they're taking a Death Guard, they've taken a, that is about it, I believe. That's Did it. Did we get any second warlords? We did get, did we get... Who else did we get? I mean, we just got a, a second Night Lord. I don't think we got a third one. So we've taken some... Oh, and a Blood Angel. Ah, uh-huh, yes. And a Blood Angel. So four and five games, controversially, we've well, taken... for me, anyway. Taken head, we've taken those, those sweet skulls. So for, for me, for my Alpha Legion army, we're here to disrupt and weaken mm. the command structures. And I, as a salamander, have gone along with these other salamanders that have told me all, all these people are traitors... We must take on all these tracks. They've turned from the light of the Emperor, even the Loyalist one, even the Blood Angel. Even the Blood Angels who have taken on the Red First and yeah. have gone crazy as far as your Supreme Warlord, my Alpha Legion champion, yeah. has to say about it. And we've been tasked in the chaos of fighting the Sons of Horus yes. in, this, in this barren urban city to... can it be a barren and urban city? Anyway, in this, in this city, uh, cityscape, to, to fight and kill off the Sons of Horus who are here. Because we are loyalist mm. salamanders, Chad, aren't we? Yes, yes we are. So we've gone through and we're fighting those forces as best we can. And as a salamander, Chad's force is fighting that as as we go. Um, and the same goes. But one area we didn't fight and couldn't fight was the sons of, was the um, Thousand Sons, commanded by Araman in the oh, first yes. game. So we've, Araman has been sighted. Yeah. We know he's out here, but we weren't able to, to fight him off. No. And no heads or skulls were taken. No, not in that game. Not in that game. But luckily for our good friend Chet here, he has decided to go for the Thousand Sons. Oh, yes. I've made a purchase of a second army to do a detachment. So when I get these built up, that plays nicely into playing some other games. Playing some other games, exactly. So you see how we're connecting these this together and we're going to start building... Yeah. Building this. Oh, I, I do believe there's some sort of you know night household presence somewhere as well, so that you can uh, bring in yours to to the fold. There could potentially be a night household, perhaps not in this world, but certainly within the sector. Oh yeah, exactly. The sector is a big place, you know. Absolutely. absolutely. Space is vast. There are many planets. There are many planets doing many many different things. Many different bits and pieces. Many battles to be had on every level, from Decurion to ZM to. Horus Heresy to Aeronautica to Epic. Yeah, you've pretty much oh, you've done all of them. Now. I can't wait. Really. Yeah, no, you you've done well. Uh, the uh, yeah, so we're, we're tying all this together. We've also decided that we this force that we've put together as this doubles event is going to be our doubles force. So this army, yes. although although it has fought, um, it won't ever fight itself. No, in this allocation, that doesn't mean we're not going to stop fighting each other. Um, always at all, at all, all times uh, so I guess what we're trying to say is is that we're, we're building a narrative and we use this event to build this narrative and to yeah. start it off so we're using external factors to, to feed into what we're 
starting to write and starting yeah to exactly so I, I look forward to playing this again especially because now we know the kind of feel we discussed some changes we would make to the list you know by having all the gubbins and squads and stuff like that for future you know tournaments or you know narrative events which we'd like to do so that's quite fun to have that but then expanding out you know out, there were alpha legion other alpha legion players in the tournament they're all this so for our narrative there will be times where there will be alpha legion versus salamanders um and i will be hiding my warlord just far away from the edge <laughs> of the table well, that was the interesting thing as well because we both got to see some of the capabilities that we're about to fight yeah. against <laughs> each other with on that's why i'm going to a thousand suns so i can really keep you on your toes yeah exactly exactly so Again, it was a really fun, um, great weekend and a really nice way of connecting this together. So yeah. well, welcome to the region of Aquilo's Reach yeah. and the battle reports you've just listened to have all come from the world of Talus, yes. where an Alpha Legion led Salamander Force <laughs> fighting a loyalist insurgency against what is considered to be a traitor world oh, yeah. for them. Um headed by an Alpha Legion champion mm. is come here to to, to purge the, the traitors who are yeah. here. Collect some warlord heads. And on the way, an Alpha Legion detachment who is attached to this army is here to do its own business. Oh yes, very much so. We're going to have uh, lots of fun with... Um, I think we need to do ZM next. Two lovers ZM. Yeah, I think that'd be a good... Bring it back start. down. Well, I'm, I need to get some Thousand Suns made up, so... Yes. Well, maybe I'll do some Tartarus Terminators then instead. Oh, yeah. Because I've still got them lying around. And I don't know if I can face going back to doing some vehicles. <laughs> you want to break from the vehicles? I don't, yeah. From I the mean, armour? There's only so many square boxes with headlights you can build mate, and paint in a one-week period. Um, well, it's not like you're hiding anymore, are you? No, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. Um, so, yeah, that that's kind of... I hope it's sort of inspired you a little bit. A bit rambling, so apologies, but... Um, you know how how you can connect those games to make them something new uh, and and a narrative that you can continue. And we're going to start from this point. We're going to start. Then we have the space that we have created from an event. So it's it's a post-active event that we've gone to and now build that as a base for for narrative. We're going to start using the campaign rules in yes. in the Cafonia book. Yeah, there's some really interesting things in there for rolling on tables to kind of give a bit of flavour to the army for the next game and all sorts in there that we'll be using in our personal games moving forward. Yeah, yeah so very much look forward to Which it. we will keep you all up to date on and we will be setting up stuff for you to submit your own results to that so that in our little corner of fantasy space you can um, have a little effect on what's going on. Yeah, yeah, very much looking forward to uh, to building that on. So, once again, welcome to Aquilo's Reach, and uh, so say we all. And finally, just before we head off, uh, we should probably say if you want to do, if you do want to follow us, we have uh, Instagram. Yes, we have. Yes, we do. We have all of those things. I'll be dead in the cold, cold ground before I get a threads though. Uh, I've tried it once. Don't know what the hell is going on. Very confused and scared. I yeah. Oh, I we don't have to get threads. We might have to get threads. We probably okay. will. It's, it's the new Twitter, mate. So oh. I hear. Um, but anyway, we're I don't on, even like Twitter. I, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. The Facebook page slash group will be uh, where we'll try and be a bit more active on the whole progress of this Aquila's Reach campaign. Yeah, it's, it's a good place where we can have comments and backwards and forwards rather yeah. than just posts. Um, it's very barren. I'll use the word again. Can't yeah, I? yeah. Um, but it, so yeah. bear with us we will be updating yeah. soon yeah we're, we're currently terraforming it as we speak yeah um, absolutely so yes so please do follow us on the old uh, on the Instagrams um, we didn't actually check to see whether or not we've got a five star review on the old podcast um, any five star review we get or anyone who even says anything we will <laughs> yeah we'll at this point we'll, we'll, any comments we'll, we'll read it out uh for you um but yes please do like um please do put like, that subscribe, well, follow, subscribe yeah, review. On, yeah and uh just tap call us names or not for, uh tap on that podcast thing it's a really great way to get other people to to, to come across our our uh our podcast yeah um, if you'd like to play horus heresy and age of darkness themed games and you're interested in contributing to a narrative 
then come along. Hook us up. And, uh, you know, four out of five people don't think we're dicks. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, well, it should be out of ten. So that's, yeah. Big up those numbers, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, catch you next time, Chad. Yes, mate. No, I don't want to do th- threads, mate. No, it's an absolute Wednesday casserole. Ha <laughs> <laughs>